Immerse yourself in rich biblical history and Christian heritage with Vision Tours. Exploring Australia, the Holy Lands and other global destinations. Forge bonds of lasting friendship as you fellowship with like-minded believers and discover a new richness in your faith in Christ and a broader understanding of the world's Christian heritage. Enjoy the fellowship of a lifetime with Vision Tours. Explore upcoming tour packages at vision.org.au slash tours. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. With all eyes focused on the Russian invasion of Ukraine, we might be reminded that worldwide there are in fact numerous armed conflicts and wars taking place in various locations. Some are extreme, others a little less serious. As Christians, we may be moved to support organisations working in relief or churches sending resources into difficult places. Well, our next guest calls Christians to pray. In the midst of tragedy, where people suffer terribly with the loss of life and freedoms, Robin Johnson is back with us. He leads a million praying men and says there's no such thing as a good war. Robin Johnson, a special welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. It's great to be back with you and with all your listeners. Robin, you say of war and of Ukraine especially, it'll take more than just sanctions and dialogue to stop Putin. Uh, We need divine interruption of his plans. Uh, What do you mean by that and how do we all fit into it? (laughs) Well, every war is not only a physical conflict, it's also a spiritual battle. And we have a unique place as Christians to, to pray into these situations. Of course, nations do what nations have to do, and, and people have a right to defend themselves and all the things that go on. But as you've just said, quoting me, there's, there's no such thing as a good war. But as Christians, I believe, and, and history tells us this, you go back, uh, especially Christian, or all history, but history is changed by by prayer and and a situation like this needs our prayer on, on several levels. I mean, we, we can pray for divine intervention. I, I, I firmly believe that. What that looks like, I don't know. But we put our trust in God, who is, who is the God of the nations, to, 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 you know, to, to, to step in and do something. It's not always easy to know what we should pray in difficult times like this. And this is why I call you Robin Johnson. Uh, So uh, when we are talking about how we pray, I mean, praying for a divine intervention because the outcome, if we don't pray, may be different to the outcome if we do. And the history of the world depends on directions taken. So it can be as big and significant as that, can't it? Oh, it can be. I mean, there's documented evidence from the Second World War with Reese Howes and his team of intercessors that, that prayed during the Battle of Britain. They, they wrestled and fought in, in, in the spirit in their Bible college while the soldiers uh, were on the front line. And there came a crucial time where, where the war changed, literally changed overnight. And uh, the newspapers reported it and, and the such like. Um, the time of, of when the Soviet Union collapsed, there were great prayer movements around that time. Uh, in fact, I, I think it's 
YWAM, I think it was, if my memory's right, there, there had been a seven-year call to prayer. And, and I think that the, the seventh year was the year that the Berlin Wall collapsed and the Christians all over the world were praying for this, for this breakthrough. Um, this, this is just a couple of incidents that I can remember reading about. So we have these spiritual dimensions uh, that go beyond our families and our local church, our local community, and really into the international stage. Spiritual dimensions, uh, we're aware of the devil's schemes and that it's fallen men and women whose hearts are evil and uh, they find themselves in the midst of these conflicts. So really when we pray, we're praying into something very deep, but uh, I imagine that some feel as though maybe my little prayers won't matter much. Any thoughts here, Robin, for the fact that ordinary believers in the courts of the Lord have a very loud voice? Oh, absolutely. It's It's a done deal, Neil. You know, the Bible tells us that, that we come through the blood of Jesus, that because of, of what he did, not only our salvation, but it gives us to the right to approach the throne room of God. It, it doesn't say that you've got to be, you know, this, this great um, intercessor and, and, and thank God for the, those that feel called to an intercessory um, type ministry. But everybody can pray. Everybody can come before the Lord. Ordinary people like me and my wife. I mean, we're, we're nothing special. We're just ordinary people with a, with a burden for the nations, with a burden to pray. Uh, Psalm uh, 142 verse 1, God, I'm crying out to you. I lift up my voice boldly to beg you for mercy. So for the believer, when there is war or rumours of wars, we know that when there is war, that certainly hinders the preaching of the gospel. Perhaps it doesn't hold back the kingdom of God. It doesn't stop the preaching, but we would want to see a way forward for the preaching of the gospel. That's the key uh, issue for Christians. So if you don't pray, maybe you're not interested in those things. Well, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Uh, and it is because for for, for us again and you know this is not a Christian world (laughs) we're we're talking about a fallen world we're talking about a broken world and everybody needs Christ and so even in the midst of this war we need to be praying for the church in these nations the church that is still there the church that is operating the, 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 the Christians that are there and, and all their boldness and their courage. They're witnessing when they have opportunities to speak. You know, Christians on the ground in the midst of war haven't stopped being Christian. They haven't stopped being a voice for Jesus. And we need to pray for them, for the church, that is, as they have opportunities to speak um, to friends and family and, and, uh, and even uh, soldiers, enemy soldiers, as, as they're captured and as they're spoken to. They can present Christ. When we pray, uh, we're probably going to take sides because we're going to identify one side as good and one side as evil. How are you around what you might pray as a Christian believer, looking for you know God's intervention, uh, for resolution that might have a divine solution to it? 
because ultimately it's God who holds the history and the future in his hands, and uh, he's ultimately the judge. So how do you see the Christian believer praying into conflict and uh, being drawn to take sides? Well, it's not that we want to take sides, but we we need to identify, I guess, what is right and what is wrong. Um, and and when a, when a one sovereign nation um, attacks another sovereign nation, okay, that that aggression is wrong. But then we we want to pray for justice into the situation. Um, we want the Lord to intervene that 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 which is right shall be done. And uh, the fact is, if we're dealing with, with with men, you know. There are, there are lots of believers in in both these countries, and people that are serving Christ and and love Jesus. Unfortunately, right now there there is a a tyrant. There's, there's no other way to put it. There's there's a there's a tyrant in charge, and we need to ask the Lord for an intervention. Robin, when you're a Christian, you're on your knees in prayer and uh, you might have power struggles in mind. But what about the poor? Uh, What about the innocent? What about the ones who weren't rich enough to flee the nation and uh, they're in towns and cities that are raining down bombs? And uh, those are the sorts of people we might have compassion for. And my suspicion is that, you know, if Jesus was walking amongst us, he'd have compassion on the poor. Uh, Any thoughts here about how you might approach prayer with a, a thought of compassion for the people? Well, it's, you know, again, it's, it's so difficult because we're not in it. We don't, we don't relate to it unless you're in it. But, you know, this, this, this need for, 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 for people to be, have a sense of security. Uh, I mean, the, the Psalms tells us that that God will keep us, even even in times of disaster. I think Psalm 37 is a time of disaster. He will watch over them, and they will always have more than enough. And, and they're caught in these situations. And I guess we need to pray um, for these people that, that they're sustained. And again, miraculously. I, I am sure that as this war progresses, we don't know how long it goes. Our hope is that it finishes soon. But we, we will hear stories of how, you know, God intervened how, in individual people's lives. And, uh, and then, so we just, we, we've just got to speak hope into that situation and, and, and trust that, that, that God is able to, to, to move supernaturally. Robin, is there a scripture that comes to mind that gives some direction for believers who are contemplating how they're going to pray into this conflict? In uh, in First Corinthians fourteen fifteen, Paul says, "I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with my mind also." And so, I think we can we we can pray with our understanding, our mind, of course, with, with what we know. But then there's the other aspect of of waiting on the Lord to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. He's the great conductor of the orchestra when it comes to prayer. And so we need to tune our hearts. We have our spiritual ears open, our hearts open, and, and, and to intercede. I mean, the Bible talks about groanings with, with words that cannot be uttered as, as, as we pray, as, as we allow ourselves to be a vessel of the Holy Spirit 
that he might pray in us and through us for these situations. Well, Robin Johnson, always good words of wisdom, and especially around prayer. Uh, Robin, uh, you're leading A Million Praying Men, an organization, a ministry that encourages people to pray. Let me point people to the Million Praying Men website, millionprayingmen.com. And there's also your mission website called beyondhere.org.au. And Robin Johnson, great words of wisdom. Thanks so much for sharing those, your heart with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil, and God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.